Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. Hot Max Summer Edition. <laughs> Hot Max Summer. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a, I had, like, a laundry list of things I wanted to, like, discuss when we got to our next core core, because I feel like just a lot has happened. I have exactly one thing and one thing only that we okay. need to discuss. All right. I didn't take notes, so I forgot everything. So I'm glad you have at least one thing. No, that's okay. Um... First of all, to the person who said that we take too long, we're going to talk about Girls 5 Eva. Yes, we're talking about Girls 5 Eva today, and we're probably going to lovingly make fun of it, so we might giggle too much. Yeah. But first, but first, (laughs) we need to address, (laughs) she'll be coming around the mountain. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, I don't, I actually don't, wait, I haven't physically had to talk about this out loud yet. I don't know if I, I don't think we really need to. Miracle workers. Daniel Radcliffe, the fastest jabs. I'm, I'm going to play it for us right now. just all of us right now. <laughs> I was so alarmed when I saw this. I want, I mean, we've gotten like a little bit of an oral history of this moment, but I want to know like, how much did the cast know before filming this scene? How much oh, warning? I knew. I, I like to imagine it's like all of the times Chris <laughs> Pratt got naked in Parks and Rec, like nobody knew it was coming. <laughs> which is a lot more problematic now than it was. Yes, that's true. It sounded a lot cuter in the aughts. Yeah. But um, I think I liked... So we I watched the interview on Stephen Colbert about this, and I think that added a lot of color. I agree. That was a very important interview. And I think I liked him trying to rationalize and be like, if you give me choreography, I can learn it, guys. I'm a good actor. <laughs> that was as if this is like so... a regular old song and dance. Like this is just what you do on the job. You just don assless chaps. But like, what what a goddamn delight! And I I just want to congratulate us because from the outset of the season. We specifically said this was Daniel Radcliffe's season. Yes. To just go fucking buck wild. And we didn't even know. We, no one could have known. There's just like no way <laughs> no that one could have anyone known. could have known. And like, I, I wish, like, I watch it so often because I'm chasing that moment when 
he turned around on the stage because I like what happened for me is you texted me because you saw it first. And, and I didn't were, give anything away. No, she no spoilers, but like but what she texted me was like, I'm so alarmed. I'll never see Daniel Radcliffe the same way again. I'm traumatized. Yeah. And I started, I don't know where this came from, but I started to build this picture in my mind of like a big dramatic. No, I was traumatized in the best possible way. And then he's high on snake oil, standing on a stage in assless chaps. And I was like, that's this. Wow. Okay. I think if we're speaking of Parks and Rec, we're just going to consider this an extension of the snake juice episode because yes. it's all on the same plane. Yes. Yes. I The feathers, I think, like, I really fixated on the feathers for a minute there. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to take in, right? There's, like, the eyeshadow. Yes. The feathers. The assless chaps. The assless chaps. And they're iridescent. Yeah, they are. I'm, like, crying. (laughs) It's just, like, oh, my God. What a gift we got that no one is watching. I want to be clear, no one is watching this (laughs) They do this one really perfect zoom on his tiny little bubble butt, and it jiggles. (laughs) And it's just, like, who knew? <laughs> I'm doing Daniel Radcliffe's hips but with she my is. with my hands. Little jiggle. Oh my god. <laughs> I was talking about this with Kirsty the other day and we were talking about how every child of the early aughts had a sexual awakening to Harry Potter in some way, shape, or form. Yes. And, like, what a journey we've all been on. Not everyone's <laughs> ready to say. admit it, but wow. <laughs> yeah, some things in this life come full circle in ways that you never expect or ask for. No. No. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. There's that. <laughs> um... I also feel like I want to address, even though, like, I'm one episode behind, and this episode will be weeks behind in discourse, (laughs) but I do want to address that I, so far, am confused and alarmed by Ted Lasso discourse, and I think everyone is wrong and needs to get a hobby. This is today's topic, which or yesterday's topic. Yes. (laughs) Which is that... The, this season of Ted Lasso is bad because it doesn't center Ted in the same way. And because and... there's not enough conflict. And yeah. someone someone tried to make the argument that they tried to retcon it to make Rebecca a good person all along. I was like, that's not a retcon. That's literally no. the plot of season one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, thrilled to hear that you're only one episode behind. Yes. Prepared for you to weep for the entire next episode. Yes. Something almost made me cry last episode. I can't remember what, though. It's a regular experience. There's Um, some some friendship happening this season. I feel strongly that the episode that just passed, which will mean nothing to you all, but just Episode five is what you're about to talk about, right? The episode is about rom-communism. Oh. You will know what I mean. It's made just for me. <laughs> I'm alarmed. It's... It, no, don't be alarmed. Okay. 
It's You know Kirstie, I'm on high alert Kirstie, this season. Kirsty, this is what I'm gonna tell you. You've been training for this your whole podcast life. Oh no, that's even scarier. Now I'm even more alarmed. You went through rom com vacation. Yeah, this is what's making me alarmed. I know. Don't worry. Don't worry. You have to watch it tonight now. You have to I'm, uh, uh, I'm like sensing an unfavorable outcome that the show no, is going to try to like spin. Okay, so I also did. Okay. And I have no regrets. Okay. Well, okay. I don't think you're wrong about the unfavorable outcome, and I don't think you're wrong that they're planting seeds, but this is not the rom-com that you think it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, Twitter's wrong and I'm annoyed. But we love Ted Lasso. And it's more rain. Sorry. <laughs> it sounded, no, it was like a big echo. Was it my wine glass being put down? Uh, what did you put it down on? A steel it's drum? It's quite heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like quite dong. full of wine. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. Anything else that we need to address? I feel like I had more, but we had more. But it's been a minute. It's been a real minute. Probably for the best. Yeah. So we're gonna now dive in. I think to a show that truly echoes what we want to be in the world, which is four stars. (laughs) Four stars. If you're enjoying this, please give us a four star review. <laughs> oh no. Um Girls Five Eva. Girls Five Eva. I forced this upon Kirsty against her will. Yep. Per usual. It was not I knew very little about it, but it was still not something I expected to like. Right. And then, Unlike your husband, you didn't actively resent it just because we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going through a real moment with my husband. <laughs> and his content preferences, to And be his clear. inability to watch content. Um, I feel like it's fair to say I was semi-lukewarm but willing to after the first episode. Yeah. But then after, like, the second and third episode, I was pretty much all in. Yeah, all in. One thing that I didn't realize until the last episode is that Tina Fey is involved in the show. You didn't? I don't know how I missed that, but I did it not. It has all that. of her signature cues. I well, I know, and then I saw her as the executive producer and was like, "Oh, did you miss her being Dolly Parton in an entire episode?" <laughs> I did miss that. How? In fairness, I was watching the Dolly Parton episode at like one in the morning, so I knew it wasn't Dolly Parton, but I didn't know who it was. Angels flying. I was taking myself way too lightly that night. (laughs) Like, am I hallucinating? To me, this show, it's not created by Tina Fey. No. However, it's created by her brand in an overarching sense. And I think it's, for me, 
achieving, like, the best version of her brand because it's not as problematic as 30 Rock, although mm-hmm. 30 Rock is delightful. It's not as zany as Kimmy Schmidt, which is what mm-hmm. I really couldn't come around on after a certain point, was that it was just too too much for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I tapped out of Kimmy Schmidt. If I could have the supercut that's just all the tightest scenes, then, yeah. like, maybe we could talk about it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tapped out. I'll, I'll, I am curious about the Daniel Radcliffe season of Kimmy Schmidt, but I'm not... There was a Daniel Radcliffe season? It was like an interactive Netflix experience. I have never embarked, but maybe that's I missed this entirely. Time. I had no yeah. idea. Wow, Dan Rad. I don't think there's asses chaps, so I'm not interested. <laughs> well, there can't always be, I guess. <laughs> um, this is a Daniel Radcliffe and assless chaps fan cast now. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Um, but I think this is, like, achieving the things that she, as a, as a brand, has wanted to achieve without a lot of the yucky bits and the rough around the edges bits, and I think it's, like, nailing a specific vibe and a, it's relating to a very specific demographic, and I think, like, her comedy gets off on really specific name drops and references and this one works for me. It's all about being, like, like the lowest hanging fruit in terms of jokes. Like, the most timely, the most name-droppy, the most pop culture-y. And so dense. And so joke-dense. Just, like, as many... It feels like throwing joke spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. Like, if you just do a million jokes, then people will feel like it was funny. Yeah. Which I feel like sounds like a dig. I do... Like, I laughed out loud. Yeah, yeah. At parts of this. And y'all know me. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expressive TV watcher. <laughs> so high praise. High praise. And I think like her, her musical person may or may not be her husband. I always forget. I think it is. Uh-huh. But I think his little like musical touches in this worked yes. for me. Yes. In ways that they get a little grating on other shows. I agree. It could be because this is one season and I'm not watching, like, seven seasons of 30 Rock Back to Back. Yeah, I'm. that is one criticism I have about it. And I know I've said this before, so it sounds like a cliche coming from me. But, like, I, I know that they, like, left the plot open for a season two. I see where they're going. But I don't know how you sustain this in a, a season two, maybe. But, like certainly a season three like once we start getting up to like 30 episodes of this Mm -hmm. like i don't need it yeah i'm happy with this like i'm just happy with the time we've spent together at some point can't that be enough (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can bring that question to peacock I have a lot of things I would like to bring to Peacock, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> laundry list of complaints. Number one, tell me if I watched a goddamn episode or not before. Please, God. It's <laughs> all I ask. It's just once. <laughs> um, I think, like, what part of what lands about it is just how fucking on the nose it is in terms of era. Yes. Like, yes. They, they nail the leet speak. Yep. They nail, like, the very specific lady humor of the time, like, the very specific body humor, and, like, mm-hmm. all of those, like, nods to 
the specific ways in which the culture was fucked up at the time. Yep. The costuming. The costuming. The specific ways in which the lyrics of every pop song were were alarming. Yes. (laughs) And no one paid attention to it. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. I can't remember which song it is. Maybe the one about cheating. But there was one (laughs) where I was thinking, like, you know, the lyrics in all these songs are so over the top, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day I was listening to, I think, a Backstreet Boys song. And I was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) were they over the top? Were they, though? (laughs) The cheating one has been in my head for days. And it's one of my very favorites. (laughs) Because it just goes, like, if I get cheated on, I'm only going to be mad at the other girl because it was her fault only. (laughs) And it's just chef's kiss. (laughs) Uh, three real five me oh speaking of yes i laugh out loud i've seen this season twice plus random episodes here and there i laugh out loud every single time they say hold on the thing at the beginning of the song that now i'm blanking on so what are you waiting five yeah (laughs) i know it's a five so what are you waiting for character's entire bit about only saying sultry phrases uh-huh. <laughs> at the end of songs. Incredible. So what are you waiting five? <laughs> ten out of ten. Chef's ten kiss. Ten. Yeah. The only real quibble I had with any of the content of this season is the whole subplot where Dawn can't decide if she wants a second kid. And I imagine that there's, like, someone out there who that plot was okay for. But personally, I get really tired of second kid plots because I feel Mm -hmm. like they're, like, such a cliche and such a trope. Because her, like, the whole thing is that each of them are an archetype. And so she's, like, the archetype of, like, the worn down, frazzled mom who has nothing else to her identity besides being a mom. Yeah. And so I just don't know that we needed to spend two episodes on whether or not she had another kid. Yeah, I mean, do I want a world where we don't get New York Lonely Boy, though? No. I think it have worked that in. (laughs) There's so many, like, she still has her first kid, and that song was just describing her first kid. Right, right. We could have gotten there. That was a blessing. (laughs) I think about New York Lonely Boy all the time, (laughs) because I know multiple people who have dated New York Lonely Boys. And actually, I saw one of them last week. And I almost dropped a reference, and then I was like, wow, I don't even know if you've seen the show. This could be, that could be a whole situation if you weren't expecting it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. She personally dated two. Yeah? Two different New York Lonely Boys. A I'm real glad, vibe. like, someone put a name to them, because it was time. It was so time. real. It's so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that plot was, like... It, it was nothing for me. It mm-hmm. felt like it wasn't like the A plot. So I was like, whatever. It also, like, doesn't play well with everything else because everyone else's plots are so zany. Yeah. And then it's like, here's this real woman dealing with a real woman problem. Right. Spoiler alert, it's her uterus. 
<laughs> her husband and his alarms. Oh my god, I love him so much. His cargo shorts. Oh my god. He's so cute. He's great. He's so underutilized and so precious. I know. I love the episode where she has to, like, adopt an alter ego because she's getting, like, psyched out Mm. by him trying to be supportive of her. See, that's my least favorite episode. I thought it was so funny. That's where four stars comes from. I know, but that episode, it's the one where they do the Pride concert. Yeah. And they have the thing about the, um, like, TikTok guy. It's just, like... It yeah. doesn't work for me. It's that's just stuff a, I didn't need so much. It's a little messy. It needs some refining, I think. That's fair. I think that's fair. I The thing about this show is that because it's not all that serious and you don't have to really take it seriously, you can just take it at face value. Yeah. I, like, pretty readily tune out the parts I can't use. Mm-hmm. Which is why the second baby thing bothered me, because it was very hard to tune that out mm-hmm. and choose not to do anything with it. But, like, I just ignored all that influencer stuff in that episode and was like, I'm going to come over here and focus on this plot that's fun for me. (laughs) I mean, the influencer stuff is funny. It's just, like, a little much. Yeah. A little too much. Um, I love what they did with Summer and Kev. Yes. That was a delight. Yes. That feels like if they're doing a season two, there's going to be more there, I'm sure. There's more there. Um, the wiki stuff is interesting. Yep. Donna and Gloria, I really don't actually need that much with. But Gloria, that actress, is so good. I love her. I don't love what they're doing with her character. I think she's underutilized in the second half. I agree. But I also feel like she is like getting stuck playing this like insecure like, weird, wacky, like, I can't think well, of a good word. I don't word, know but like, that she's insecure because she's the only one who has a financial, like, stability in his life. Yeah, but she's, like, emotionally insecure. Yeah, but... I don't know. I feel like she she deserves more and they're, like, not giving it to her. I think they will. I hope so. I was just delighted to see her because she's on AP Bio and like the best part of that show. So I was delighted to see her in another show. And I also love that they just didn't make her younger. They just cast someone else and they do not acknowledge it. (laughs) That's very, very funny. (laughs) That's a very good bit. It's very funny. Um, And then obviously the other lead singer is not actually dead. Right. So, which, I, I, did they, I knew that all along. Did they foreshadow that? Because I called that. I don't want to be smug about it if they've been foreshadowing, but I was like, yes. I didn't feel like it was heavily foreshadowed, but I wasn't like, oh my god. Yeah. Shocked. No, she's still alive, so we'll find out more about that. Yeah. I think it's, it's a safe bet that it'll have a season two at this point, right? Probably, because Peacock is desperate for anything that gives them good PR, and this has probably been their biggest (laughs) success so far. Yeah. I kind of wish that more people had access to it. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think, like, it's good meme fodder, and it's, much like Miracle Workers, is underutilized in that sense right now. Like, more people need to be exposed to it so that it can be part of content generation on the internet. And it deserves for that to be its legacy. 
Yeah. I also feel like it was underserved by promotional materials, which is not shocking coming from me. I've said that many times, but yeah, it was like really centered on this being a like, girl band gets back together yeah. and they're old now. Ha ha ha. And it's like, it's much funnier than that. Yeah. And it made it sound like it was going to be like a twee little show. Yeah. About friendship. And like, yeah, we all have feelings about friendship <laughs> by the end of it. But like, there is, yeah, there is like one moment where the friendship of it all like snuck up on me and I wasn't yeah. ready for it. And I was yeah. like, wow, okay. Same both times. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I know that we're all a little more sensitive than maybe we used to be, but, like, come on. Mm-hmm. hmm Girls 5, Eva. No one asked you. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite of the, like, rando people who show up throughout? Um, my gut is telling me the, like lady agent who shows up at the end mm-hmm. but she's not like funny she's just like competent and like becomes the foil to their friendship that they have to overcome i like her and her time yeah time management <laughs> yeah. and how <laughs> she has a meeting at like 4 14 and she's like i expected this to end at 4 18 and yeah. it's 4 19 tell text my dog and tell him he will not get tummy scratches tonight and you see the agent or the assistant standing there mouthing like no tummy scratches (laughs) I like her Kev is also like pretty pitch perfect Uh yeah I think Alf music is the other one that I truly enjoy Because who asked for it? No like, one. Who? Who asked for it? <laughs> it's funny to me that... I, there's something about the vibe of the show that is very funny to me, especially in the context of, like, Miracle Workers and um, what we do in the shadows, which we haven't mm-hmm. talked about on here, but, like, you've watched and you yep. enjoy. Yeah. Um. And there's one other show that I'm, like, blanking on right now that's similar. Like, zany. Yeah, the sort of, like, it reminds me very much of, like, the brand of humor that was popular among people of our age in middle school, where it's just, like, try to be as random as possible, and that's what, the randomness is what makes it funny. Um, So it's just, like, off the walls, zany, silly, meaningless comedy. I think You Should Leave would probably fit in this, too. yeah. That's just, like, super high energy and, like, doing the most and no one asked it to ever. Right. Right. And I think it's funny, first of all, that that is a brand of humor that you're drawn to. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not, like, surprising, but it, it, it is definitely, like, a departure from other things that you generally like. Well, it's, it's not dumb. True. Like, there's still an True. intellectual level to it. It's, like, very, like, graduated from the Monty Python school yeah. of humor. Yeah, that, that's so valid. But it's also interesting to me that there's somewhat of a concentration of them right now. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like this was not a trend in comedy for, like, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And now 
now there's like a groundswell of them again. Mm. And I don't want to like, I don't want to try to be too like galaxy brained about it, but it is just interesting that we're sort of back in this place. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's room for it right now. There's for sure room for it. It's funny. We haven't, this was going to be my core core. Maybe it was my core core last episode. It's been so long. I can't remember. (laughs) But my husband made me watch Chernobyl. Yes. Yes. And the opposite of this, the opposite. And I like have steadily been drifting further and further away from dramas over time. Mm -hmm. Like drama was never my genre, but like, I've continued to distance myself further and further from it. And so this is the first time I've had to like watch a real drama in a while. And I like physically couldn't handle it. It was like Mm. too much for me. And all I wanted to do was like escape to the embrace of like the dumb, a million joke a minute, half hour comedy. Yeah. (laughs) And we were talking about it later because he was like a little disappointed that I wasn't enjoying it, but I was like, Oh, was he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I was like, get out of here look at look at the look at ev- look at all around <laughs> look at oh i know you know it's like who has the time mm-hmm. like i very much enjoy a drama but like we've been slowly making our way through moon show and it's like we pick the right day when uh-huh. it's dark enough out that we don't have to close our shades <laughs> which is a thing because the tv is in, in the spot for it we wait for the right time, like, you have to be in the right mood, you can't be doing other things, and it's really great, mm-hmm. and it's a good time, but you gotta, like, I feel like I'm making more, like, Your body has to be ready for it. for it. Yeah. There has to be an intentionality to it. Yeah. Which is, like, not true of, like, a rewatch of whatever, I don't care, but... <laughs> yeah. This is an incredible rewatch show, though. This show? Girls 5 Eva. Mm-hmm. It's, like, made for the rewatch. It's great. I had a good time. I, like, crushed it all this weekend again, and I was not mad about it. Yeah. I, I don't know when I'll find the time to, but I definitely want to rewatch it. Add it to the infinite list <laughs> of the shows I can't wait to revisit. <laughs> I mean, you need a list. You need a list. I think the Cabin one is, like, one of my very that favorites. That one's very good. Because I... Summer has to make the salad. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like... Who among us has not not made someone make the proverbial salad? Yeah, I know. Or no, has not been summer being like, how the fuck do you make a salad? (laughs) Like, what even is salad? (laughs) And then the lady who wants the Airbnb being in the closet is just... It's it's a great touch. I love the part where Dawn has to tell her off at the end. And it's, like, her moment of growth where she has to stand up to somebody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's like, we've had a very good time, but it wasn't perfect. So I'm only going to give you four stars. stars." I relate. I relate so much. I feel like you and Dawn spiritually are in the same place. Yes, Dawn and I are big vibes. Don's fear song was was Kirstie's fear song. <laughs> There's one particular line I wish I could remember now, but from like the second verse of the fear song, where I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> too real, too." Real. Three real five me. 
See, that's a good joke you can't barely make on Twitter right now because no one's seen this show. No one gets it. No one gets it when I say too real for me, which is, I know. I, which is like, I, it's not even from anything. It's just that no one appreciates me. I appreciate. And I think three real five me is so funny. I do too. <laughs> when I said that to you for the first time the other night, I had like my own galaxy brain <laughs> moment where I was like, oh shit. <laughs> is too short you're right <laughs> one more than together <laughs> i fucking love that song and i love four stars i've been going around my house for like a week being like four stars <laughs> it's so good so good oh these songs slap and they slap but so hard they are all on spotify there's also are they really ones. if you go past like, the credit sequence, sometimes there's full extra songs I learned about. Like, there's a lot there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a, I, there's a couple episodes where they have, like, the, um, where they have, like, a, a new song in the credit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a treat. Yeah. Anything else we should talk about, about Girls 5 of or? I don't think so. Other red alerts? I think... I don't want to promise, but I think we'll be back specifically for the Lifetime Megan and Harry movie, because yes. that is our beat. I don't know if we'll be back before that or not, but we'll see. I think... It, wasn't that supposed to be our last one before mm-hmm. our next before hiatus? Coming back for real? Yeah. <laughs> Which we, have, is... we have one more hiatus planned this fall, but it's for very important reasons. That's right. Yeah, we're coming back for, like, one one time only for <laughs> Megan and Harry, and then we'll be back in Og- October for real. Yeah, for real, Should we for tell real. the people why? Yeah. Wh- or what our theme is in October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, it's dad month. <laughs> October is dad month. Mark your calendars. It's not as weird as it sounds. No. It's ending with our mom, so it's just, it's parental month. <laughs> No, it's dad month spiritually. <laughs> spiritually dad month. <laughs> We're going to spend some time with our mom, but it's spiritually dad month. No, you're right. But I'm so excited for our mom show. I know. It's going to be incredible. So mark your calendars because October is dad content. Yeah. September is, we're going to be a little quiet around here, but. It's Sussex time. Hallmark yeah. Does, Lifetime does Sussex time. Lifetimes, sad boy lion sex times. I've like never been more concerned than I am about this particular one. I agree. I agree. I, it's going to be the most off the rails. I'm going to have the most opinions about there's it. There's simultaneously <laughs> too much content for them to use and not enough for them to use. Yeah. And it's also just a real loaded piece of toast. Sure, sure is. I'm, I'm alarmed that they're going to re do the Oprah interview. Like, yeah. that in particular was really concerning to me, is that they've just recreated that particular whole situation. Like, who asked for that? We we were all here last year. They're it's not like this is like, ten years later. Some really traumatic things that I wish they wouldn't. I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I can't. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, these are real things that happen to real life people. Uh-huh. Last year. And now Lifetime's like, we're qualified. We're fine. To recreate this. Definitely. We've definitely shown a strong track record of <laughs> tact and sensitivity. <laughs> I'm really... I'm curious if we're going to get the same, like, Will and Kate. Oh. We're the def- same we're getting, we're getting the same Harry and Meghan from the last one. No, we're not. They're different. Oh, I thought they were the same. No, they're different. Oh, well. They're worse than they've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow every movie you get, like, a slightly worse I mean, iteration. it makes sense. Can you, like, who's going to audition for that role? I wouldn't. Who wants to be? Not that I would. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey, <laughs> the actress. <laughs> but it's 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 uh, a choice someone's making. That's for yeah, sure. it's alarming. But yeah, if there's if there's no sad boy lion sex, I'm gonna riot. <sighs> they're not gonna. They're not. It's not happening. Yeah. They would get a cease and desist or something. <laughs> the whole thing is a problem so that's what we've got lined up for september yeah more of this (laughs) just this just more more of this and um then we'll come back in october for dad month and then it'll be just about holiday time uh yep so we're we're gonna come back strong straight up on our bullshit yeah we're ready yeah Famous five ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, if you've made it this far again, please, please give us a four star review. We'll know what it means. (laughs) Give us a five star review, but write four stars. Ooh, that would be good too. Put it, here's what, here's what you guys need to do. It'll be a group project. No one likes those, Kirstie. No, trust me. So you're all going to leave us five stars, but one person's going to leave the first line of four stars, and then the second person's going to leave the second line, and you guys are going to put wow. the entirety of the lyrics of four stars in our reviews. Wow. It's ambitious. Yes. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, if you would like to contact us directly and privately with the lyrics to four stars, you can do that instead. Um, you can email us at hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. You could send us a tweet at hatewatchwithus. You can visit our website, hatewatchwithus.com. You can uh, go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and search hatewatchwithus. You can also search Everwood Pinecast and you will find our other show where we talk about season one of Everwood and we will eventually be talking about season two, maybe TBD. Um, there are other Everwood podcasts out there, some of which are friends, some of which are enemies, so choose your Everwood podcast carefully. <laughs> we think you'll be able to tell which is which. Yeah. Um, and I will say that we could really use those good reviews, so if you like Please. us at all, <laughs> even if it's only a smidge, just... <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> Four stars. You don't. You don't even have to do a five star. If you could just, yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be good. If you feel like we had a good time together, but it wasn't perfect, 
Um, speaking of things that are a good time, but are mostly perfect, you can find our friends over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network, which is a network of podcasts, and they make other shows about all kinds of things. Um, and you can find them over at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com, and you can search them on Patreon if you would like to be supporting small podcast creators. Yeah. Yeah, the Thought Bubble Audio Network is the infrastructure that holds up Hey Watch With Us. And I know how much you all love infrastructure. If you want Infrastructure Month to come back next April, please (laughs) specifically contact us and tell us that because we need some support. I mean, I don't need any support. We will do more trains. We just think the people didn't like it. So (laughs) tell us that you liked it. I don't even care if the people liked it. It's our <laughs> podcast. I'm going to do some more fucking trains. If you want to tell us that you like the trains, that would bring joy to my heart, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to have my own infrastructure. <laughs> All right, well, you heard her, guys. We're doing more fucking trains someday. <laughs> We've literally sent each other at least three tweets about trains this week. We love trains. We love the trains so much. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, well. <laughs> thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.